Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Today, I am back with another episode for you, and today's episode is all about distractions. How we get easily distracted from alignment when it comes to our life path and how we can get back on track and align with our manifestations and highest potential. There are so many ways that we can get distracted, and today I really wanted to share those ways with you. But to start this episode off, I wanted to talk about how I vision our life path. And I have talked about this before on another episode, but in case you missed it, I will try to keep this brief. So vision your life as a maze. There are so many different paths that you can take, but some paths will lead to dead ends where you have to make some pivots and some adjustments to get you redirected or aligned with the path that leads you to your overall destination. I think of the destination as this version of self who is in alignment and feels inner peace. Now, when it comes to this maze, we have this higher version of self, aka our intuition or our soul, And this higher version of self can see our life's maze from a higher perspective, a bird's eye view. And it's our intuition, our inner compass that tries to keep us in alignment because it's our intuition that can see the potential for us and the path that will lead us to the best possible outcome. But it's the distractions in our life that aren't able to see our life path from that higher perspective that often lead us out of alignment or down paths that lead to dead ends, but teach us lessons. Because ultimately, I do believe every path we take has something to teach us, and it's all about the journey, not the destination. But in today's episode, I am talking about those potential distractions that may cloud our intuition and make it hard to find that alignment. So if you are ready, let's jump into it. All right, so the first way that we tend to get distracted is by fear. This is probably the number one cause of our distractions. We fear the unknown, which can lead to procrastination or choosing the path that is comfortable but leads to settling and possibly disappointment. Fear is an ego-based mindset that keeps us disconnected from our soul and our intuition. But we need our ego because our ego does protect us during times of danger. But on the flip side, our ego also holds us back from times in our life that aren't necessarily dangerous. But because it's uncomfortable, it's unfamiliar, our ego will make us fear making the decision, believing that the decision we want to make is too dangerous even if it's not. That's because our ego likes what's comfortable and what's familiar. So if, for example, your intuition is nudging at you, telling you to quit your job and take a completely new direction when it comes to your career, your ego is going to step in and say, hold up, why would you do that? That's scary as hell. And your ego is going to throw a million different reasons as to why you should fear quitting your job and taking that risk to make a career change. Because this career change, it's its new, it's unfamiliar. So of course, it's going to feel scary because there's so much unknown and uncertainty behind it. But this 
fear is a distraction. It's holding you back from following your intuition and potentially stepping into alignment with a career that could be life changing for you. So now you may be thinking, okay, well, how can I work through this? How can I stop getting distracted by fear. The first step is to become aware that fear-based mindsets are also ego-based mindsets. It's also to become aware that fear is a way that people manipulate the decisions and choices that other people make. So once you become aware of this, you can realize how fear is controlling your own mind, your own decisions, and you can decide if it's worth it for you or not. If fear has been controlling all of your decisions up to this point, how has that worked out for you? Do you feel happy with your current reality or do you find yourself wishing for something more? What would you do if fear did not exist? If you knew that no matter what, it would work out in the best way possible, what would you be going after? Next, you want to realize that our ego isn't a part of us because we can observe our thoughts. We don't have to identify with those thoughts. We don't have to take those thoughts as truth because they're not. So if a thought feels fear-based, I can recognize that it's just my ego trying to hold me back because it feels uncomfortable. There was this quote that I saw and it said something like, before you react or think a thought, ask yourself, or no, before you react or believe a thought, ask yourself, is this feeding my suffering or is this feeding my healing? Whenever my ego throws fear-based thoughts my way, I recognize them, I acknowledge them, and I let them pass. I decide, is this feeding my suffering or is this feeding my healing? There's been many times where I allowed fear to control my decisions and oftentimes it led me to a dead end path. You know, I was grateful for the lesson learned, but I realize now that ultimately fear is always testing me. It's a way to test my faith. Now I switched to a faith-based mindset and of course it's not perfect. I still allow fear to come in every now and again trying to like persuade me to go one way when I want to go a different way. But realizing that what is meant for me will never pass me by has been key, that I will always be provided with what I need, that if something doesn't work out, it wasn't meant for me because there's something better. These are the mindsets that I'm trying to shift to. Living in this, it's already mine mentality because when you know in your heart that it's already yours and you embody that emotion, you have nothing to fear. The reason we fear is because we subconsciously consciously believe that it's not going to work out. So we fear the consequences of it not working out or of it going wrong. And so then that's the vibration we give off, which at times pushes what we are trying to manifest away from us. It's that energy of doubt and fear that acts as a repellent. But if we believe it's already ours, that dream job or that house we're buying, then why would we fear? A great way to work through these ego fear-based mindsets is to also just act on those intuitive impulses right in the moment. Because if you think about it, when we put off what we intuitively know we want to do, we give our ego more time to throw these fear-based thoughts at us. And now we're contemplating if we should start that business or create that blog because of those fear-based thoughts and doubts that our ego is putting in our mind. So when you feel inspired, act on it. Don't give your ego time to make you fear and doubt. I also try to stay away from fear-based media and anything that is trying to feed my mind with fear because oftentimes it's a way that people try to control the decisions and choices that people make, which brings me to my next point. We often get distracted by other people. 
When we are living our life to please other people, we often get distracted from our intuition, which is our inner compass leading us to our highest potential. And the thing is, we all have different life paths. We all have different mazes. The path that leads to the destination for one person could end up being a path to a dead end for someone else. What's right for someone else may not be right for you and vice versa, which is why it's so important that we listen to our intuition when it comes to making choices rather than listening to the external opinions of others. But oftentimes, we want to keep the peace, we want to do what makes us look good or look right in the eyes of other people, even if intuitively we feel like it's not the right choice for us. So instead of listening to our intuition, we make choices that we think people want us to make. And this leads to getting distracted and possibly even following a path that leads to a dead end. Remember, your intuition has that bird's eye view of your life's maze. Your intuition knows the best possible path, which is why it's important that we listen to those intuitive nudges. But we can so easily fall back into fear and following the fear-based paths instead and fearing judgment from others if you follow a path that might be less traveled. We also tend to focus so much on other people's lives that we get distracted from our own. As a society, we are very caught up in what other people are doing, how other people are spending their time, how other people are spending their money, how other people are living their freaking life, what choices other people are making, and it's just draining our energy. We cannot control or change people. We can try, but at the end of the day, you are only draining your own energy and it will not work. Instead, spend your energy focusing on your own path and making sure that your habits and your choices are reflecting your next level self, your highest potential, the version of self that you aim to become. That's what is most important. So when it comes to working through this distraction, here are some tips. First, stop looking for external validation. Make the choices you want to make without asking for a second opinion. This will build up trust within yourself and build your connection to your intuition. Two, let go of comparing. Oftentimes we pay so much attention to how other people are living their life that we start comparing our life to theirs. And when we compare our life to someone else's, we are actually focusing on lack. We focus on what someone else has that we don't. And this reinforces lack mindsets. Remember, we all have different mazes. Their path isn't going to work for you. Focus on you and what's best for you. And I have a podcast episode on how to work through fear of judgment and criticism if that's something that you struggle with. But I find working through that fear is going to be so helpful when it comes to working through getting distracted by other people. You want to make decisions that you feel intuitively are right for you and ultimately that's what matters. Not that you are making a decision that you think is going to make other people happy. Because at the end of the day, if you are living your life to make other people happy without making sure that you are happy, then you will feel off balance internally and this will be reflected in your external reality. And the next way that we get distracted is by instant gratification. We live in a society where we crave instant gratification. We want a quick fix, and if we aren't getting the results we want right away, we become frustrated and we want to give up or move on to the next thing. But sometimes, good things take time, right? So being fixated on instant gratification could potentially distract you because you may give up on things way too soon. We also get distracted by holding on to good enough, but on the flip side, we also get distracted by 
never good enough. So what do I mean by this? This is, what I mean by this is that we may settle for good enough because we subconsciously feel like that's all we can get. And this often stems from self-worth wounds that you may hold on to from childhood. Someone made you feel like you weren't worthy of more. Or maybe you grew up in an environment where your parents struggled financially, so you feel like you aren't worthy or capable of having a job where you're making six figures or more. Or maybe you never felt loved by your parents the way that you needed as a kid, so you attract relationships that reflect this wound back to you. And so your ego feels comfortable in relationships with emotionally unavailable partners. So that's what keeps repeating in your life. But you feel it's good enough because you don't seem to believe you deserve better. Often when we settle for good enough, we miss out on the best. In order to make room for the best, we need to let go of good enough. Recognize our worth and realize that we don't have to settle, that often it's our own mindset that holds us back from breaking the repeating cycles of good enough. But like I said, on the flip side, the constant search for better can also distract us. When we are never satisfied or grateful for what we have, we tend to have this, there's always something better mentality. And we go on this never-ending search of better, which can lead to commitment issues, whether it's in jobs or relationships. This also blocks us from our manifestations because we're coming from a place of lack, believing that we are never happy and that there's never enough. We get addicted to the chase, always chasing after more. But that's not what manifesting is about. It's about being happy now, showing up, embodying the version of self who is living out that manifestation already. And if you are energetically showing up as that version of self, you start to live in an abundance mentality. And now you start attracting rather than chasing. So stop chasing and start attracting because chasing is a distraction. So how do you recognize if you're settling or if you're endlessly searching and chasing? Well, first, get clear on what it is you want. Ask yourself if you are in relationships or jobs that make you feel drained. Often that's a sign that you could be settling. No relationship is perfect, but there are relationships that could have showed up along your path as a way to get you to recognize your wounds. Ask yourself, what cycles keep repeating in your life? What do these cycles reflect? Do you always leave every job you have? Do you start relationships and then quickly end them? Why? Identifying our repeating cycles and then asking ourselves what these cycles are trying to teach us can be a complete game changer. It's really all about self-awareness and recognizing your own reactions and actions. And the last distraction I want to talk about is having an all or nothing mindset or struggles with perfectionism. Oftentimes, this distracts us because when we have an all or nothing mindset, we tend to give up on our goals. This is usually due to feeling like we aren't good enough to actually achieve them. Like if you tell yourself you're going to work out every other day and then you skip a day, so now you scrap the whole plan and give up on it. This is self-sabotage at its finest. You don't have to be rigid when it comes to your goals. And oftentimes, perfectionism stems back to childhood. And I know I say this a lot, but that's because a lot of our limiting beliefs and mindset blocks stem back to childhood. Perhaps you had a parent who was really hard on you and you felt like you could never do anything right. You were made to feel like you had to be perfect, but could not live up to it. And now this wound is reflected in your mindset and habits through this all or nothing perfectionist mindset. 
We may even continuously push off starting something we want to start because we subconsciously believe it's not perfect or good enough, which leads to procrastination. Realizing that perfect does not exist, that everyone starts somewhere, and as we continue to work on it and practice our skills, it will improve over time. But you shouldn't let that stop you from starting right now. So just start. Don't get distracted. So I hope you found this episode helpful in one way or another. Be sure to share it with someone who you think might need to hear this message today. I would love to connect on social media. I'm at LDuclose, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time. Oh.